Hi, hello, hola, and hello. Welcome to my kids think I'm cool, but podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie. Hi everyone, thank you and welcome back to My Kids Think I'm Cool But Podcast Christmas Edition. I am doing 25 interviews with different cultures every day um, and we are going to be talking about Christmas in their home country and how they celebrate Christmas in the new country that they're living in. Since I talk to a lot of internationals on my podcast, I just think this would be such a great uh, way to just learn about different cultures and how they celebrate Christmas. Today, uh, I will be talking to Laura... uh, Gina Lorubio. Did I say it right? I, yeah, I feel did. like I mess up everyone's last name. You're totally great. Okay, Lorubio. And she's an American living in Denmark with her family. Um, and your husband is Danish and then you have a seven-month-old. Yes. Did I get that right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me on this podcast and this video zoom if anyone wants to see it you can actually go on the youtube channel and see the uh actual video for this if you're listening to it on the podcast um let's get into the questions uh how do you celebrate christmas back in the u.s i know everyone's a bit different depending on their background or more or less it's the same it's a one big day yeah yeah i always think it's funny when danes ask me how i sell it like how how do Americans celebrate Christmas? I have air quotes on that. Um, And I'm like, well, there's a whole lot of other, well, first of all, do they celebrate Christmas? What region do they live in? Like what state are they living in? What is their family heritage? Like there's so many questions. It's not, it's such a big country. And yeah, Danes, I feel like a lot of them eat the same types of dishes every day. So there's not, they're not expecting so much variation maybe. So my family, maybe the last name tipped you off. Um, we're Italian American. Yeah. So, um, so my dad's Italian American, and then my mom is more of one of those classic blends, <laughs> um, where we're not really sure. Um, so my dad's side, we've always celebrated Christmas Eve was the big celebration with him, and we do the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Okay. Um, so on Christmas Eve, we all gather at my grandmother's house in the basement. Um, and make fresh homemade pasta. And we do two different types of tomato sauce with um, one has bacala, which is cod, and the other one is calamari, which is squid. Then we do, let's see, that's two. Shrimp cocktail, which is I'm sure a very bastardized, Americanized. I don't <laughs> think they do that in Italy. Um, <laughs> but we do shrimp cocktail as one of our fishes. So now we have three. Then we do a baked fish that varies year to year. And we always do um, smelts, which are small little fishes that take forever to clean. Um, And then we fry them and, or bread them and fry them and do um, like lemon and parsley on top. We only have five. I think the original tradition is seven because that's like a very religious, like a sacred kind of number. Yeah. Um, We're down to five. And it was so funny. I just uh, was having a text exchange with someone I know who's from Northern Italy. And she said, she doesn't know many if any Italians in her circle who have that tradition so I don't know if it's an Italian-American thing or if it's so old that like when my grandparents moved to the U.S. like 100 years ago they brought it with them 
but it's not like a modern thing in Italy to practice. Yeah. So, I actually heard um, I have some friends from Eastern Europe, like Lithuania or um, yeah, um, yeah, Lithuania, and that that's what they do is the fish uh, okay. in the evening. They don't have I meat. Think, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's so many the, different. I think uh, it's a Catholic thing. Yeah, um, you're not supposed to eat meat. Again, air quotes. Depends on like some people might still think that fish is still meat, but meat being like from land animals. So yeah. you can't have it on Christmas Eve. You can go crazy with that on Christmas day if you want. And my family, that's the other Italian thing that we make um, is wedding soup. And that's for Christmas day. And that's like a chicken broth with shredded chicken and um, meatballs and bread squares, which I think is unique to my family. It's like almost like dumplings, but they're totally in cubes because we make them in a sheet pan out of breadcrumbs and cheese and eggs and parsley and all kinds of things. Oh, wow. So you actually have like a, like a tradition in the evening and also during the day brought to the you by day. your dad's like yeah. Italian side. Yeah. So, yeah. But the, the main the main event is definitely Christmas Eve. But then because I grew up in the U.S., Santa comes overnight, which I'm yeah. realizing I have a young baby. I'm realizing we're going to have to figure that out. What story do we tell this kid? Because in Denmark, Santa comes like sometimes to the actual house, like while you're still celebrating on Christmas Eve, like yeah. in person sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I've had and, it. <laughs> you're like, whoa. <laughs> so I don't know how to reconcile that with the story that I grew up with. And like some years, you know, the years where in the US, Santa's just going to magically show up through the chimney at night. But yeah. then in Denmark, Santa's going to come to your door, like to the front door. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure how to resolve that yet. We'll you you will yeah um so now um how do you celebrate in in denmark do you kind of try to keep that the this five fishes uh, yeah. tradition in the evening or do you celebrate it with your husband that's dane i've kept i think so that 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 feast is a is a quite a laborious thing so it's really nice if you have lots of different people doing it and participating. So I've kind of let that be just something we do in the States when we're there with all of us who have done it and, and participate. But the wedding soup that I mentioned yeah. is a really nice thing. I can make like the different pieces and put them in my freezer. And then so on Christmas day, which is not really like a big holiday celebration here, it's Christmas Eve here. So like on Christmas day, there's often a window where I can say, it's like a little bit open for a new tradition. Yeah. So I've often served wedding soup on Christmas day to kind of get my fix. But I go totally along with the Danish Christmas Eve tradition with duck or fleskestai and brown potatoes and all that yeah. stuff. And free salamon. Actually, we've taken that to the US with us, the free salamon, which is like the- Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. that tradition. Do you yeah. also do with the almond? If someone finds the almond- Yeah, and then, yeah. and they get a gift. Yeah, that's like a really, I think that's a crowd pleasing tradition. I think yeah. uh, there's certain foods and traditions from Denmark that are a little bit harder to convince my family to get on board with, <laughs> i.e. pickled herring. <laughs> you do. Um, my family, that's not, that's not really, that's like so far out of what we grew up eating. I think that it's, it's, it's taken a while. Um, I'll eat it when I'm here, but it's yeah. not something that I reach for first. Yeah. When I, yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, fish in a jar. Hmm. I was like, interesting. Of course, yeah. you know, you want to try it, but then I was like, no, I'll just, uh, I'll pass on it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So how do you yeah. think with, with your um, son, uh, how are you going to balance out, you know, um, the two different traditions uh, from the U.S., then the, you, you kind of have the U.S.-Italian tradition also mm-hmm. influencing in Den- uh, the Danish traditions? Yeah, I've been thinking like how long my work is all about passing traditions down through yeah. food. Um, and I, it's been making me think like how long do we carry a tradition like I'm an Italian American with grandparents that were born in Italy like over a hundred years ago. How long do I keep carrying that? But it is part of me, and it's the food I like to make. So he will, yeah. I'm sure, get a lot of this Italian American yeah. side of me and those traditions. Um, I think one of the big things that is important for me to have is for him to have is a stocking. Uh, where he we don't have a fireplace um but we have the radiator so I think that we'll hang a stocking for him (laughs) on the radiator in our apartment and I actually commissioned um my uh, somebody in the Danish side of my family to um to knit the stocking for him so it's a little it's like a American tradition but knitted in Denmark and kind of like a little bit of a Nordic theme like an aesthetic to it so that's kind of fun so that's definitely a blended thing um, there's, I haven't gotten into it. My son's too young, but the advent calendar and the Nissa, the gnome that visits and brings gifts, that's yeah. a whole new frontier that I guess we'll explore next year or the year after. I imagine we'll do that because I think there's some things that would probably be hard to get out of doing if yeah. the child we lives just, here, everybody else is doing it. Yeah. We just did the Nissa this year, but my, my daughter's four, so okay. she understands it. And they also do it the Burnahound. Okay. So, um, and then my husband knows about it. So he, he's, you know, every day yeah. he has a plan and, um, we put the door on, you know, somewhere in the corner and then we do tricks, um, each yeah. day and then yeah. the advent calendar, uh, a chocolate a day or whatever they get in the advent calendar. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, with all the different traditions, it gets a bit overwhelming. Do you think um, you will be overwhelmed once, you know, your, your son grows up to be three or four with all these different Nisset, the Yule calendar, Advent Sunday, the candle lit, and then your traditions in the U S do you think all these different traditions is just a bit too overwhelming for, you know, for the kids and yourself and how would you handle it? Would you kind of just pick one one or the other and maybe drop the uh, other tradition? I feel like the easiest thing to do and probably what we'll do, like we're in Denmark. So we're surrounded by this, the Danish culture and that's the momentum. I think the momentum is there for the Danish traditions to be dominant. So I think in the years that we are in Denmark, like we'll just kind of roll with that and maybe I'll find like one or two spots to to infuse the American traditions. Um, yeah. The stocking. I think I'll always have a stocking. And, yeah. Or, or maybe we can do with the, like the the advent calendar I don't know I haven't thought about this totally yet but there's one there's supposed to be like a small gift every day for 24 days right yeah maybe we just do like the four Sundays of advent yeah and then I can fill his stocking with the rest of those gifts that he would have gotten every day because that's yeah. a lot of small little things and yeah. I feel like there's just so much gifts like yeah. December is like gifts is like oh my gosh yeah. like candy and not, and then- I really like the traditions that are not about that like I really like the candle lighting mm-hmm. things that are like basically about surviving this darkest time of year when we're in Denmark yeah like, those have a special there's like a really strong reason for those and I really feel the need to you know 
have some little bits of joy around. Um, so I think that, I think that we'll definitely do the calendar or the calendar candle with the countdown. Yeah. I love that. And I do love, um, we've started in, with some of the other women in my husband's family, just the women we've started to get together to make Christmas decorations like before the Advent season starts. So yeah. we'll have like a wreath for the door or I don't know, little things to hang up around. And I think that's really sweet and another coping mechanism for the darkness here. Yeah, um, I nice. took on, I think it's for the last three years since I've had my daughter, we do Christmas baking now and I love it. Yeah, and yeah I guess that's another thing where that's another opportunity to also add some of the like more classic American cookies I grew up with. Yeah. So the Next. gingerbread and yeah. the, the decorating on top of the cookies. So I'm not really happy. I took that, took that on, you know, having my friends over or um, going over to my in-laws. And it, I think it's so nice to just have like a cozy time. And then the house yeah. just smells amazing. Cause it smells like cookies for like yeah. A, yeah. a month because you're just yeah. making cookies. <laughs> I think also the years that I'm in Denmark for Christmas, I'm a little bit more content with kind of giving myself over to all the Danish traditions because I do make it a point to do Thanksgiving here, which is like right before. So that's at the end of November. So I feel like I definitely get my fill on practicing um, yeah. the traditions from the US and, and anybody in my Danish family or our Danish friends there, are, you, they jump at the chance to partake in pumpkin pie or turkey or stuffing or any of these things like they love to experience and learn about the foods from that tradition so that usually fills me up and gives me that fix yeah this I did my first Thanksgiving dinner this year and I was like oh this is like a really nice all I need is American football now yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in the background or something yeah 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 <laughs> It's yeah, it's just great to and, and the funny thing is when I have a, a few a, a lot of international friends, but they all know about Thanksgiving because of the movies. So they're like, yeah. are you doing it like the movies? I was like, not quite like the movies. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. But not, you know, with a big 30 pound turkey that's like the size of the table. No, that's not happening. Yeah. Fit in the in the oven here in Denmark. The first the first year that I moved here, I had like I don't even know what I would call it, like beginner's ambition. I was uh -huh. just kind of blind to, I just like blindly went for it. And I invited 40 people to come over for Thanksgiving. We have like a community room in the basement that can hold not quite 40, but I thought I would invite 40 people and knowing that some people would not show up. I think every single person said yes. Even the people that were from Jutland, like yeah. don't live here. Uh, I live in Copenhagen. There, it's like a three-hour train ride or whatever for them to get here, and they're like, "Yes, we'll be there. What should we bring?" And everybody said yes, and I was like, "Oh no!" So then I got this giant turkey, and and the butcher was looking at me like I was nuts when I asked for a turkey of that size, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure that that's the turkey that I want." Um, and we got it home, and I and I knew that the oven size might be a little bit of an issue, but I was very confident that it would work, and it we like the turkey out flat we spatchcocked it so took the back out and spread it out flat and then had to kind of like nudge it like push it to fit in the oven it fit just just so like I don't think I could ever get a bigger turkey than that but it um we had to give it a little nudge to tuck it into the other one <laughs> we were finally ready and and I, I do think that really because Thanksgiving is only American it's not like I'm competing with the Danish the Danish tradition so I, I'm I think I'll you know 
stake my claim on that holiday and like make sure to do something for that every year and then do small little bits of American tradition during the yeah. Christmas season, but otherwise kind of surrender to a lot of the Danish traditions in that way. Yeah. yeah. No, I can totally understand because here in Denmark, I noticed that they stick to traditions and they don't change it. You can't change the brown potato and make it white potato or add an yeah. extra meal that's not Christmassy. So, yeah. yeah, I also felt the same. I was like, I'll just stick to Thanksgiving. I'm all, I can yeah. make something up and you guys will still think it's like Thanksgiving because there's nothing yeah. to compare it to. Yeah. And then I, I do feel, I find that I have leeway on the, on December 25th, yeah, which is like Christmas day, which is kind of the bigger celebration in the U S for a lot of people. Yeah. The pajamas, the, my own traditions. Yeah. yeah. The opening the presents. because it's not really a big deal here for that. No. Um, so yeah, I can understand that. And I try not to have too many presents, but I just say, Oh, Santa came again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like you forgot some presents. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because we also celebrate it in the US. So it's like, that's when the presents come. So it's like, you know, my daughter's like, where's the gifts? It's like, oh yeah, they come tomorrow. So it's like, yeah. so yeah. I have to distinguish which culture, which country. So yeah. now I tell American her- American Santa or, or Danish Santa that's coming. Yeah. It's like, we're in the US now. It's the American way to do, um, you know, Christmas or we're in Denmark. It's the, da it's, you know, it's the, yeah. the Danish way to do Christmas. Yeah. So, but now she knows the two different countries. Yeah. So it's a good thing. She's four and now she's getting, it's like, okay, um Lola and grandpa my mom and my dad lives in California which is U.S. and then I live in Denmark so she's distinguishing yeah. the two different countries and it's actually interesting as a four-year-old know knows the global map and points out where your uh right. parents live not right. a four-year-old knows the map maybe the story that I'll tell Vigo when he gets older is that there are multiple like each country has their own Santa that's responsible for distributing the gifts and because Denmark is such a small country, Santa can just get done with his work. Yeah, he flies through. On Christmas <laughs> Eve, whereas the U.S. is a little bigger and we're a little bit lower on that. Like he comes the It is actually good. It comes Christmas night. morning because yeah. it takes time to get there. Yeah. To all those people, that Santa is really busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I might take that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I gotta formulate you. it. It sounds like I have a couple of years before. He yeah, you will. Um, three is when they start questioning. Okay, okay, I'll I'll make my plans. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your traditions in in the U.S. with like a little Italian twist, and also your tradition on how you handle or you celebrate it here in the U in Denmark. I'm thinking U.S. now, like I'm in the U.S. But here in Denmark and how you kind of balance it with the Danish family and then your background as an American Italian. And yeah, thank you so much for doing this 25 days of Christmas with me. And um, for the listeners, tune in tomorrow to find out which country I will be uh, interviewing next. It could be uh, Jamaica, it could be France, who knows, but you'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out which country makes the cut. Until next time, guys, until tomorrow, I mean. Bye, guys.